Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after lodge banter. I wanna see you peacock. You peacock. You peacock. You peacock. I wanna see you peacock. You peacock. You peacock. You peacock. Word on the street, you got something to show me. Please ask your question again. That's terrible. <laughs> but am I wrong? You're you're so you're not not wrong. I'm 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 not even close to being wrong, buddy. Yeah. So I, 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 asked, I think you're back uh, about a fifty right now. What we'd asked before I pressed the record button um, was Nick had said this is what we do every week, and Bruce said, "How would you know what we do every week?" And I couldn't mash the record button fast enough. Welcome to episode 203 of the After Lodge podcast. It's After Lodge Harlan on the other side of a uh, sunny visit to Waterworld. Joined as always by Worshipless Producer Bruce. Good evening, gentlemen. The one and only illustrious Sir Potentate Poobah, whatever other title he has, John. <laughs> uh. You've got lots of titles over here, buddy. You just uh, yeah, that's you're not recognized in your home jurisdiction. I believe you mean the recently ousted John. Yeah, really? Garbled stuff. His mic works the entire time until you hit record. Yeah, John, we 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 didn't hear that. Say it again. I had some titles until I was recently recently relieved of them. Oh no, you've still got titles out, out in our part of the world. Yeah, as, as far as we're concerned, those are titles you keep for life. They were bestowed the by the After Lodge podcast. What the podcast giveth, only the podcast can take away. That's right. Yeah. Uh, please don't, don't tempt your Grand Lodge. 
Well, I, I don't think our Grand Lodge can Back get to Bruce's more original question from John. Back to Bruce's original question. How well do you know this show? I know this show so well. Who? Um, First of all, all all of us, for anybody that doesn't know, we're on a group chat, and there's no less than like 600 messages that get ba-ding, 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 ba-ding. Okay, but like half of them are Jeff. You know, you should try being Well, the other half for Nick. Somebody has added both. <laughs> somebody's added both my After Lodge account and my personal Google account to that thread. So every time someone sends a message, up. I get dinged twice. That, that somebody was you. Just remove yeah. yourself from it. And for the record, I'm not making fun of Jeff because he's not here. I know very well he's going to listen to this show. Jeff, I would have said it if you were here or not. That's Unlike true. Bruce, Bruce who never listens to the show. Hey, Bruce you didn't an equal opportunity. I've never missed a show, Nick. <laughs> what do I need to listen to it for? I'm here when it's made. My wife is pregnant, okay? Okay. And what and about for the six months before that? Yes. I was trying to soak up all the lodge time that I could. Because uh-huh. apparently with the baby coming, I got to limit lodge time. Why don't you yes, soak up some thing. after lodge time? That's a thing. I only go to lodge stuff like once a week now. And uh, that <laughs> might sound like a lot. But compared to what I was doing before, uh, I am living in the lodge drought. The drought, sir. Well, I only go once every other week, and I don't even have a good excuse for that. Um, well, Bruce is out, you know, peddling cheeseburgers most of the time. And well, that's, you know, I gotta, I gotta earn money somehow. Hey, so did you want to introduce Tony and I, or are we just kind of be like, no, okay. <laughs> so, uh, Tony needs no introduction. And I was, I was getting to you, Nick, but, uh, but then you, you said something and I, I don't know. Anyway, this is, uh, this is our good friend of the show, Nick. Hi, a good friend. Yes. Well, when you get some titles, Nick, we'll use them. <laughs> I'm illustrious on... master of counsel. Not like on I the said. podcast, you're not. The podcast. <laughs> you may recognize Nick from the other podcast of three to string flare-ups. Also, we already gave you Nick Johnson's title. He was friends with Nick until he stopped corresponding with us. Now he's just Nick, and you're friend of the show, Nick. Because we like to throw everybody a curveball. Okay. Which, which friend of the show is an official title? It used to belong to another guy named Jack, but I, like we haven't even heard of him in I don't know two hey, years Jack, or three you years. Listen? You still out there? You still driving for Uber? How's that Taser flashlight treating you? Why don't you like call a brother, huh? He lives yeah. out by me. I just got the greatest idea. Friends one eight hundred call a brother. That's that's too many <laughs> that's, letters. That's too many letters. Oh, but your phone call, is call a bro. Call a bro. Call a bro. That sounds. Ooh. Ooh, that is. That's that's. I feel like if I dial that number right now, <laughs> I'm gonna get some kind of phone sex line. <laughs> Let's try it. <laughs> no, no, no. Call a bro. It's, it's gonna be a frat boy sex line. One eight hundred. Two two. two Five five. Two, I'm buying the domain two, name right now. Seven. This has no potential to go poorly. Here we go. All right. Put it on speaker. Speaker. Shh. 
ringing. Western Union, moving money for better. <laughs> okay, that that did not come clear. Uh, that, that is, it's Western clear Union. Clearly. Western it's Union. Western Union. Huh? One eight hundred call a bro. Wire me some money. That's hilarious, That's actually, awesome. and, and fitting. <laughs> Too much that, that dig just left. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Nick, this was all for you, man. Right. Like, like Nick comes up with his hotline, we call it, and he leaves. So, next time you need some money, 1-800-CALL-A-BRO. Call-A-BRO. Just make sure you've already previously contacted your bro and have him on the other end of Western Union, and you'll get some money. Good night. And make sure it's not a Nigerian prince. Good night. So. Sorry. We can we can cut that, right? Yeah. Good night, Harlan <laughs> Jr. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Oh. Good night, Minter Master. Oh. oh. <laughs> Please don't blow kisses at old men. I I, I feel so loved. Good night, buddy. Uh, Are you married, I, Bruce? No, sir. Well, okay. I mean, at common looking. Okay. Huh? Huh? Well, I mean, the, I, I might as well be, but no, I'm not. To all the co-Masons out there listening to the After Lodge podcast, leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We like to talk to you, but, well, we can't recognize you. Have a lovely day. <laughs> well, you never know, John. You never know. Nope, nope we know. No, I'm, I'm with Nick on this one. We know. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure we all know. 60, 60 years ago, uh, when somebody was panicked about one day classes, and then all the other guys were like, Yeah, no, it's never going to happen. We know. We know that. That's crazy talk. See? I think that's where I draw the line. I'm pretty sure if our state um, accepts co masonry, I, I, I think I'm gone. Well, money is a powerful motivator bruce and uh as you know as more masons die uh it's growing thinner so i didn't know well, that explain to me how that works well this is not my opinion this is something i heard i don't believe it <laughs> it is not from me i don't recognize it i'm not hoping for this etc lawyer uh, did I did I cover all the bases? Uh, no, actually, there's a preface at the beginning of this show that says everything we say is our opinion. Yes. So, so you can't you can't counter that. Don't override our disclaimer, Nick, or we're all getting expelled. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind then. <laughs> no, go ahead and say it. It's it's someone else's opinion. No, I mean, we're still going to make fun of you as though it's yours, but um... somebody else. Well, this part's true. Somebody else told me that a lot of the co-mason and irregular freemason lodges are getting a lot more popular especially in the cities of very large cities because they're much more strict much more expensive yes. and yes. they um they're real strictler for like ritual and like you got to do something every meeting like yes that's what i heard so basically they're doing what we're supposed to be doing better 
I love masonry. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I don't know that, but I would completely believe it. Hi, Tony. How's your CB radio doing? Break one on. Break one on. He just muted himself and then he tried to talk. Tony, you yeah. you just muted yourself and then you talked. <laughs> I can't unmute him. You're still talking and you're still muted. Okay. There we go. Am I muted, am I muted now? Now we can no. hear you. Can you hear me okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, go ahead, one nine. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, actually, I'm in Mobile Lodge One. Is what, what I'm driving in right now. This is uh, Mobile Lodge One. Lost. I'm wandering somewhere in Illinois. Oh, he means is moving. I was gonna say, how'd you get to uh, Alabama so quick? Is it Illinois or Illinois? Yes. It's wrong either way. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. So, You're not going all the way to Chicago, are you? I've done been to Chicago. Matter of fact, I've been up here by John's house and John. Uh -huh. Thanks door. for stopping, San Diego. I was up there. I knocked. I knocked. I beat on the door. He would not answer the door. Well, I can't blame him. And finally, some little old lady came, and she said John didn't live there, but I know that was the right address. All right, then. Uh, no, you know. I have no witty repartee for that. I wish I did, but I have nothing. Is this too much road noise? Is this too much noise in the background, or is it quiet? Uh, um, it's it's fine where it is. We can't hear you, but the background noise is good, so don't turn it up. Okay. Like, uh, well, I'm actually, well, wait a minute. How could you answer me? No, no, no. I mean, like we can hear you. You're just you're you're quiet, which is preferable. We can actually. hear you, but we can't hear you. I don't know where the speak. I'm in a truck, and I don't know where the speaker's at. <laughs> oh. For for those of you at home, he is moving his face all around his car, talking in different corners of his vehicle, <laughs> trying to find the microphone. Does this matter? Yep. Well, nailed it. He's going to pull over and shout in the gas right, cap here I'm, in about three minutes. I'm, I'm going to drive and pretend like I, I usually sit on an airplane like this. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever rode on the window seat on an airplane, this is the way I normally ride. Oh, um, speaking of airplanes, uh, my next upcoming adventure, uh, I will be in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, the week of August the 6th uh, for the Black Hat Security Conference. In case any of you brothers, since I was informed on IRC, there's a large number of you that will be there. Uh, hit me up on Reddit. Maybe we'll have some drinks or something while I'm down there. Hey, uh, Mr. Security Black Hat guy, did you know this? Did you know this? What? Uh, if, if somebody hacks into your checking account, then the bank is not good for it. That's just all on your own, buddy. Uh, that depends on who hacked and how. I'd say it's a little dependent on the circumstances. I got a buddy of mine that got his checking account hacked in, had about $5,000 in there, and the bank said, not our problem. It is their you know problem. how hard it is to hack a bank account? They all have, you've never done this browser before please put in the security code right like i can't access my own money half the time yeah like and let's be real who really has five thousand dollars in their checking account 
which is the other way I get around that problem. Yeah. Where does this... Wait, wait, wait. This is one of our sales reps, and he doesn't believe in credit cards. <laughs> he's, and, he's just dumb. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, it, and it was like a little local bank type deal that he's dealt with for like 70 years or something. And it, I've never heard of the bank. It's like It was like Joe's Bank at Grocery or something. <laughs> well, it sounds like Joe from Joe's Bank took the money. <laughs> well, I, I just—I'm I, like I can't believe the bank doesn't have to stand good for it. Now, now had you had a credit card and they still—they steal your credit card number, the credit card company will wipe it clean and you're—you're you're good to go. But your checking account, you're just out of luck, buddy. Yeah, so I think the FDIC begs to differ. Unless he's hmm. at a bank that's not FDIC insured, which maybe <laughs> grocery isn't. He said that the FDIC was only good if the bank fails. Well, the bank didn't fail. It was a hacker or whatever. So. Right, but it's not, it's not just the insurance piece. Like The bank has to live up to certain expectations to have that insurance. And one Welcome of those to... Being liable for how is his but, microphone not working? He was on. It's not his microphone. It is his bandwidth. I am sure. Whatever. He was on. We were talking to him for like thirty minutes before we started. Well, so what happened, uh, Nick? Is uh, Harlan is started as we speak. Since we started, three other people got on the internet in Minneapolis, and so that is saturated the bandwidth. <laughs> There's just one tube that feeds them all. Yes. Like the internet is a series of tubes, and only one small one runs to the middle of nowhere. Y'all remember that time I shared the internet there? Say it again, Tony. Y'all remember? I remember one time I shut the entire internet down. It was on this. I I do not recall such an event. I think you're thinking of Al Gore. It was me, you, and Jason, and Jason got mad because I shut the internet. He was saying something, and I I shut the I pulled the plug. All the internet linked out. How does his bandwidth work when he's yelling at somebody else that's not even on the show? I I do remember that now, actually. Because somebody was transitioning to the next YouTube video. It all makes perfect sense, Nick. Nick, I have a small child. I can't spend money on, you know, decent internet. Yeah. Oh, yeah? So and I'm a Bruce public Island. servant, so I'm getting double shaft. Well, Nick will understand that soon, uh, John. There's mm-hmm. been that rural uh, civilization initiative, so, like, we all got the fiber running to our house. I kid. I kid. Well, my boss um, had fiber run... To his house, he was the first one in the neighborhood, and AT and T came out, and he's in a cul-de-sac, and he's at like all the way at the end of the cul-de-sac, and AT and T ripped up every single yard to his house. His neighbors were beyond pissed. But didn't they get to share in it? They didn't really understand. Yeah. 
I used so, to have fiber in my house. Uh, I don't anymore. What happened? Oh, I was running my consulting. Like I had a tech business that I ran out of my house for a long time before law school, or during law school even. Uh, I'm not doing hey, that John. anymore, so I can't justify the expense. Hmm. I have no servers hey, in my home anymore. Yes, Tony. <laughs> I didn't say, hey, Bruce. I said, hey, John. Yeah. Hey, well, John didn't answer, so I answered for him. Asshole. John and Nick. <laughs> yes. Ask Bruce how he enjoyed being in the Tony Hole over the weekend. Yeah, I heard oh, stories. <laughs> yeah, we already spent 45 minutes talking about that without hitting record. So we had this... This the, like the the biggest inflatable contraption that's ever been made by man. It was like four hundred pounds. It was the size of a car. It was nine feet tall, made to hold six people. And if Tony got on it, everybody fell into Tony. It's like he had his own gravitational field, and it was, it was just a awesome. hole. You couldn't escape. So we coined the term the Tony Hole, and if he jumped on that thing, like everybody on it was just going down the Tony Hole. That's well, quite comical. This thing was not the size of a car. This was this thing was the size of a semi. It was bigger than the John boat that was pulling it. I mean, this thing was huge. <laughs> so, uh, that's no that's no joke. People on the on the bank were taking pictures uh, of it as we were trying to go down the lake. The people from the arena were coming out looking at it. We had a crowd out there. We had to uh, we had to go to the marina bike. to get it blown up because we burnt out our air pump. So they had to do it with this like, industrial shop vac, and it still yeah. took 20 minutes. And so this thing was freaking huge. Well, and then we're all old now, uh, or I am, but everybody put on their suntan or their sunblock and all that stuff. So now everybody's greasy. And so imagine grease on top of the plastic as you're laying out there on this big, huge, inflatable thing, and then I would jump on it. And everybody would like just slide down this greased up plastic slide into my, <laughs> into my depression area that I was at. And into you couldn't get back out because it was slippery. And so everybody would just keep pulling and clawing. And, and once you got in the hole, you had to just calm down, lay as flat as you could, and roll out. Yeah, <laughs> you it's could like not climb back out of the hole. We had quicksand. It, it, was, it was bad. And Bruce stayed in the Tony Hole probably as long as anybody. The worst part is the sheer joy that Tony had in ruining everyone else's fun. Like, there were there were a half a dozen people out there just trying to lay out or whatever, and Tony would jump on again and again, and everybody would, like, roll into him and be like, God, Tony, come on! Well, but by the end of the day, you could hear Tony coming, and so everybody would just bail. Like, they'd just jump off before he jumped off. And I was there for like an hour before I ended up getting on, and literally every person there was like, "Bruce, come get on." I'm like, "I don't, I don't want to get on." They're like, "Come get on." So eventually, I get on, and within 30 seconds of me being on, Tony jumps on, and within a minute, like he he rolls to the edge, and I'm I'm in the Tony hole. I can't get away because I'm I'm kind of a big guy myself, and he just he he pushes us off. He pushes us both off into the water. Uh, quite an experience. That was, that, was, that was the only way out. What, what was hilarious was this thing had a nine-foot-tall neck on it. It was a giant pink one or something. Uh, something, yeah. Like like you could ever forget that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a... Uh, 
it was so big as we were towing it down the lake, everybody would look, they'd stop their boat. And so I started just acting like the bird was talking, and I would scream out, cuckoo, cuckoo. So that became the thing. But the, but what was hilarious is this thing had a nine-foot neck on it. It tried to watch Alyssa, or a harlot's wife, climb up the neck. And she'd get about four feet tall, four feet up, and then just slide all the way back down. So it was it was it was a fun weekend and thanks for thanks for a fun weekend harlan i had a had a blast and we kept looking at the marina when we were attracting all that attention like i know one of those guys there was from the there's only like one lodge in that town and uh we uh we kept looking because we're all wearing like our lodges t-shirts in one form or another and waiting on uh, the troublemaker thing somebody to come out and be like oh We've heard about y'all all the way out here because this, um, this lake was like a two-hour drive away from here. It's not close. My in-law's place. Well, that was part of our plan. We started saying that, hey, what we should do is all split up and go out to all the rural lodges throughout the state and everybody join and eventually take over all the lodges that way. And that way we could vote. If we could time it so that we're all master uh, – what you call it, grand uh, master of the lodge at the same time, that we could actually get anything through that we wanted to for one year. I think it, I think it's a perfect plan. It's brilliant. You know that I hadn't thought of that. We have we probably have forty active members. If we took over forty, hmm. hmm. Forty votes could sway Grand Lodge on the important issues. Well, you go into the lodges that I, that I always vote no on stuff. That you wouldn't have to take over every lodge. Just yeah, just the ones the out in the Take over the lodges. What about Tony's planning no treason? It's not treason. That is a representative democracy, sir. That's how it works. Treason okay. is totally different. Treason is something along the lines of. Uh, what our tre- what our president is going through? Nope. He asked all the Democrats on my Facebook feed. Nope. Um, ask my daughter. This is a this is a a Trump free zone. Uh, she yells at my <laughs> wife all the time. Well, not yet, but I'm working on it. Um, I'm trying to trying to train her to like, Mama, Daddy says no Trump in the house. You have to go outside because I can't handle the the derangements anymore. Dude, I can't I was, handle it either, man. I just, I mean, I'm unfollowing people on Facebook because it's like, shut up. Like, yeah, I get it. But shut up. Both sides. That's but, not even where I was going. Fortunately. I was more along the lines of when the master subpoenas you, that you have to work the, the breakfast. Treason would be, okay, I'm going to join the social club. I'm going to take over the social club. So I can shut this breakfast down. Now, that would be treason. What are you trying to say, Tony? I don't feel like you're talking about a breakfast at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a fair. How about a fair? Or a fish fry, because you're basically describing my history with our fish fry. (laughs) That's exactly your history with the fish fry. You took over the simply to get rid of that fish fry. It worked. It worked. You took over the social club. Simply to get rid of the fish fry. 
So, uh, anyway, uh, it's been a glorious couple of days on the account of uh, I've been in my Trump-free zone because Dan Carlin, finally, after a decade of silence, has issued a new hardcore history podcast. It's four hours long. Took me a couple days to get through it. It was brilliant. I encourage everybody to check it out. He's doing a new series on you know the world between 1850 to the end of World War II, or 1950. So, uh, history that we all learned in school here in the states, but in the U.S. and most Western countries, you learn about that era from the perspective of you know Western countries because that's where we are. So Dan did this four-hour thing, which is only the first chapter on reviewing that era but doing so from the perspective of japan and the east and i learned a lot it's been fascinating interesting i've always been a little uh curious about dan carlin mainly because of how many people i know who are like it's the best podcast ever which is. is half the reason i've never listened to it because it is entirely too popular and you're a hipster uh, <laughs> that's a strong word yeah no, it's it's good stuff. It's popular for a reason. Um, I'm a big Dan fan of Dan Carlin. He used to do another podcast, a political one, uh, called Common Sense, but he stopped doing that around the time all the Trump hysteria started. Hmm. And like six months after putting out nothing, he comes back on and he's like, look, I'm not going to do any more shows because everyone's deranged and there's just nothing to say. He's <laughs> not wrong. Yes. Um, he said, I'll, I'll come back when I feel like we're as a society able to have discussions of any kind uh, until then I'm out and I'm going to go well, look I mean, at my history stuff. I don't like he's the, the, the entire, like, like everybody, you, you just can't have intelligent discourse at all. Like nobody's willing to listen. I, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just like this guy himself or if it's just like the, the, the climate of how people have become with social media but it, it really sucks. It does. And unfortunately it's even taken root within our lodges and I'm, nah. I'm trying to find some way to, 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 it's not so bad in our own lodge, but we need to word against it. That this idea that like people with different political views are evil and the problem and that it's, you know, Americans not looking at other Americans as our countrymen or more so, Masons not looking at other Masons as their brothers, and that's, I mean, it's dividing everybody, and we, we should be above that. Like, we're supposed to be the group of men who are above such things. I, I, I think we are insofar as we stay within a semi-close age group, because that never came up at the lake, and I was concerned nope. about that. No, and at least two of the people there were, you know, very staunch in their feelings that are the opposite Talking of about as producer Marshall and my wife. I had a talk with both of them before we got there. Well, uh, I, I was actually talking about him and Josh, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't think Josh had such issues, but my he, wife and as producer. That's why he's Marshall not on Facebook are, anymore. Are very vehement and um, in, in their political positions. They've succumbed to the Trump derangement, except they're on opposite sides of the Trump derangement. And so, just cut all that stuff off. Like, nope, nope, this is a Trump-free zone. We're on the lake. Look at the peacock. 
there's Jeff. So 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 Harlan waylaid us by singing Katy Perry the entire weekend. Uh, I did. Well, that's not the only thing I sang. Tony sang some songs too. Uh, I also wanted to point out that uh, we played Cards Against Humanity well into the AM hours, and uh, I of course won because I am funny. Spite of announcements uh, to the contrary. The more demented your mind is, the easier it is to win. Yes, I won. Okay, that's not fair, though. Like, half of your points, literally, we had ten people playing, literally half of Harlan points came from me directly. Yes, <laughs> because I, I know... And both times, I knew they were him. I know what tickles Bruce's funny bone. Well, you picked one of mine, yeah, too, see, Harlan, I just don't... Heaven is don't full of blank. winning. I don't see you winning cards against humanity, though. You're not. You're not. Bruce draws my card, and it says white people. <laughs> who, would be, who would be the funniest out of all of us? Who would win? Me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of scared to play that game with John because <laughs> yeah, jacked up. My vote is John. Like, <laughs> you're like, whatever do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with John on that one. Yeah, John, whenever we're up in your neck of the woods, we'll have to bring the big box of cards. Um, Get some. Yeah, no, we're we're gonna do this at some point. I don't know how or when, but we're gonna do it. Since you ain't coming to us, we're coming to you. I well, there's just one of me and a bunch of you. I can move. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Maybe. I kind of want to see Sir John in his native habitat. The, the bar? <laughs> you have those? We've got a I'm not in Utah. <laughs> uh, we uh, also we could uh, you know we could all we could all get together and like not tell Nick Johnson that we're all gonna be together and then ambush him. Uh yeah, but he like will like squeal, pee his pants, and run away. He pressure yeah. scares. I know. Nick. I mean, it's worth. I want to get it on video. That's kind of like everybody at Lodge was scared to talk. Uh, And then I can share it to the Millennial Freemason blog. Has he posted anything ever recently? Uh, He has not. That or my RSS. Parts that hears Tony talking. Uh, No, I hear Tony talking too. Okay, just checking. (laughs) I hear Tony talking in my. I I can hear you, Tony. I thought I was muted. No. Uh, no. Nope. No. Yeah, we could hear you singing "Convoy." That 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 happened. Are you? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I thought I was uh, muted. Nope. Uh, so it's kind of like uh, before this little weekend lake trip, we couldn't. Uh, Harlan and his wife could not invite everybody, and so you'd find out you'd be talking to somebody else in the lodge, and you were getting ready. You were like halfway into saying something about the lake trip. And then you had to shut up real quick because you didn't know if they were invited or not. And that was a little awkward for about a week or two leading up to this. And then Mm. we're on the Slack channel talking to one another. Hey, can you come and do this? Well, no, I'm going to the library uh, this weekend. (laughs) So anyway, that that happened. It was a peacock. Awkward. Cock. Harlan, I don't think you can do that. No, I pro- oh, I can, I can because the, the show music is going to be that Katy Perry song. Uh, and, uh, can we not? Why? Oh, 
You have to, because I think I've done that at least three other times on the show. Right, well, uh, like, can you end with it at least instead of opening with it? Maybe. Well, no, because you're not going to listen to it. I have to put it in the beginning to force everyone to understand the humor. <laughs> you know what happens when you force people to understand humor is they don't. Yeah, I know. I've been trying my entire Ever tried to explain a joke to somebody who didn't get it? Uh, I go to Lodge with nipples, so yes. What? Where did everybody end Nick. up at at the end of the night playing Cards Against Humanity? We had to <laughs> I go to Lodge, lodge with nipples. Was laying on my mattress. Oh, you, you, go to, you go to Lodge with nipples. Yes. He still doesn't get it. Nick, have you ever listened to the show before? <laughs> I there's a there's a member of our lodge. Uh, his his name's his name is Nipples. Yeah, I get it. Bruce, I want to ask you: How um, often do you listen to the show after it's recorded? Uh-huh. I, I don't think. Oh, hold on, I'm going back five Go years. I, I think <laughs> twice. Twice. Well, I'll have you know that I ask. Nick has listened to it. No, before. hold on, hold on. Uh, right. I, I forgot I edited a couple shows, so let's let's just say five. We're going to round to five to be safe. Well, I'll have you know that every week I get messages from people. No idea how they found me. No idea why they're communicating with me out of everybody on the show. One out of all of us? That's well, no. probably true. And everyone's like, ha, that episode was so funny, especially when whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I know. What episode were you talking about? So I feel like I know, okay? <coughs> so there, take that. Mm. I'm happy to be part of this Seinfeld. I listen to it sometimes, even when I'm not on the show. I don't <laughs> sometimes. Bet. Bruce, bring up all like seven of our listeners, subtract your family, and then see how many are left. That's me. I don't think anybody from my family listens to this show. No. There's nothing funny down that road. I was like, I, I don't listen fans. to the show, so. Right. Really? <laughs> I'm on it. I don't blame I, I live it. Why would I want to hear my own voice over and over again? You right know how obnoxious it is to be me? Why I would I want to listen to me while I'm being My voice is like the thing I am. John, I think you're adorable. Why? <laughs> Harlan, that's why you're a lawyer. Well, I was. <laughs> that's why I'm a secretary. But yes, all of these things fit. <laughs> Uh, my daughter thinks I enjoy story time as like a bonding thing with her, but really, just twenty minutes where it's just a chance for you to talk. orate. Uh, it's just what? It's just time for him to orate. Yes. <laughs> I do not like green eggs and ham. Yeah, I'm a good storyteller. Daughter would have told you earlier. Um, but because uh, that was the thing that happened before the show is uh, strangely just out of nowhere comes up to me and says I want to talk to Bruce and I'm like <laughs> uh, what okay here we go again she meant so it I, this time every time she said it before was BS I set her up on my lap before the show or waiting on everyone to get here and she has like a full on conversation with Bruce and I'm like hi 
her name, expecting the same silence that I normally get, and she just went on and on, and she told me about her day, and she asked me about my day, and we had a conversation. Crazy. We have since decided to replace Harland with his daughter on the rest of the podcast. She would be much more entertaining, and she probably knows more about uh, the Lodge than I do. I mean, those are both true, but she she's not she's not good at mic discipline, and she gets yeah. entirely too close to the camera, so I can't. Yeah, but we still have Tony. Oh, she doesn't have a D in it. That's what I was trying to reproduce. It's Lodge. Lodge. We. Yes. Do you uh, practice ritual with her? <laughs> I do not. Although uh, one time last year, I took her to a Scottish Rite rehearsal. Uh, with the knights, <laughs> he had a good time with that. Silly knights. Yes, that is a slogan that has lasted uh, amongst the knights of Saint Andrew. It's uh, their rallying cry now. Come on, silly knights! Speaking of munchkins, there's John's. Did you ran out of two beers? Yeah, I ran out of two beers. That is your <laughs> child. He asked if I ran out of beers. What am I going to tell him? No. Clearly, he needs another beer. I will not lie to my son. Who are you? Huh? Beer. Who are you? (laughs) What's that guy? Mind your business, kid. Stay in school. Who is that guy? Make sure you sleep around. Don't listen to that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, kid, make sure you do drugs, okay? Yeah, yeah, definitely don't listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you do drugs. I'm not going to advise Try you on what kinds. Just, just do them. Try them all. <laughs> that's it. Let them rip. That's the only way you're going to know. Just not at the same time, because that's a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> Having some flashbacks there, buddy? Works fine for Keith Richards. Oh, no. I was completely blacked out. Why do you why do you have a cross next to so many alcohol bottles? Because Catholic? <laughs> have you ever yeah. heard of Catholicism, Nick? You should give it a yeah. try. I was an altar boy when I was young. That explains, <laughs> that explains so a couple things. things. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Jabroni! <laughs> is that your is that your past master's hat? No, that's my. That's actually my uh, grandfather's bowler, which I adore. Unfortunately, he was a wee Irishman, and it does not fit upon my head. Because <laughs> my coconut is apparently large, vast, and full of much of emptiness. Majula. My, yeah. Tell that kid to shut the hell up, okay? <laughs> we will come over. Let's hear you, shit. <laughs> we got a little ball gag over the corner with your name on it. <laughs> wow. Oh, maybe that's a dark place. I will come up there or over there, wherever you live, John, and wrangle. You won't even go a you third of the way there. I would be extremely There was no even remotely close lights to get me to where I needed to go. No remotely close what? Like flights to get me even. Like there was like the the easiest flight was like three stops. You know, it's where were you flying to? Here? No, here. No, there. Pennsylvania. You just drive up the coast. 
You just take the How is the closest flight three stops? I don't think the airport. I feel like a plane comes here. Because nobody from Florida goes to Pennsylvania. Well, yeah, you can I mean, that's, fly, that's you, true, actually. You can fly from Pennsylvania to Florida one stop, so you'd think you'd be able to fly back one stop. <laughs> no, Please don't go the other way, Jeff. Not in next part of Florida. It's a one-way plane. It drives that's to the, Florida, and then it drives into the ocean. <laughs> right off the runway and right into the drain. Well, I mean, if I went to Florida, I'd want to drive in the ocean, too. Jeff, Thanks. the, the Thanks, reason guys. they do that is they, they're trying to dissuade everybody from leaving Florida once they get there because we don't want that population to spread out. That is we true. want to keep them contained in God's waiting room. Florida so man needs we'll make, to stay in Florida. Yeah, so eventually what's going to happen is we're going to make a big enough saw, cut that son of a bitch off, and shove it towards Cuba. I know I've met bigger rednecks in Florida than I have in Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, Tennessee, well, South yes. Carolina, all I, of those combined. I'd buy that for a Oh, Northern so, Florida is... Go ahead and cut California off, too, while we have the soul. Yes. <laughs> I still say we need to sell that back to Spain. But, uh, you know, call me provincial. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I mean... And Canada. What about... Those are our enemies. They do so many bad things to our <laughs> country. They, they are kind of what scary. What have you been saying, Nick? In the words That's of Weird Al, um, what kind of freaks are that polite? They're up to something. <laughs> Canada is like having a really sweet loft apartment over a like a S and M club. That's what Canada is. <laughs> Wait, <true>. what? <laughs> Maybe Montreal. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? <laughs> I can't tell if, if that was serious or you were joking. Do you, do you really want to know? <laughs> the Montreal, Nick. And more importantly, is John even allowed to say? Have I been to Canada? Yes. Have I been to an S&M club? In Montreal? In Montreal? Well, we... No. I've been to Commandry. That's close enough. Well, yeah, that's true. To S&M or Canada? Yes. Nick, if yes. I come up and visit you, oh, okay. me into Canada? Like, do I have to do this before they build the wall? Why are you visiting Nick in Canada? Why am I in Canada? What did I say? <laughs> you said if I come to visit you, so I was before thinking, they build a wall, I was thinking of Nick Johnson. So I'm, I'm gonna go visit John and like run across the border with Nicky Johnson before they build the wall. Law school pass, geography fail. <laughs> You're a lot closer than we are. Yeah, I can drive to Thunder Bay. <laughs> Hey, so nobody answered my text message about that that guy who gave me such a what like. Guy? Tell us the story. This Use guy, your words. He's really into esoteric masonry. He's like an, an academic person. He was a professor for a bunch of years. He's okay, like, hold on, let me let me stop you there. That's why nobody answered your question because he's not <laughs> that at all. He's like, I went on a road trip recently, and I listened to your podcast. And my brain melted. I almost went off the road. And I'm like, we're really proud of the three to six knots podcast. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, damn, dude, this is tough. He's like, what? I said, what? He's like, what podcast are you? What is that? Nobody's talking about that. Three what? He's like, 
I'm like, which one? He's like, After Lodge. I downloaded 10 episodes, saved them to that thumb drive, plugged it into my car, and listened to it back to back. I said, you listen to 10 episodes of <laughs> After Lodge. In or, like, like, all of them. And then at number 10, you're like, this is going to melt my brain? And he's like, yeah, that show is terrible. I'm like... <laughs> I know, <laughs> but but he still listened to ten. Like what? Okay, look, I've right? listened to a lot of bad podcasts in my life. Several of them I haven't made it through one episode. If you make it to a tenth episode, like the problem's on him. I was the like, what are you waiting for? This is he downloaded. If it, if it's so bad, okay, so like you said, ten. Really? That's like walking up somebody. Hey, I'm not sure if this is gonna hurt, but kick me in the balls. Yeah. Right? And you go. <laughs> I need a second opinion. Hit me again, and this time put some stink on it. What are you doing? And then do it ten more times. And then he's like, right. and he was so mad. Like, he was so, he was looking at me in the eyes. He's like, that's the worst podcast I've ever listened to. I'm like, I know. That's why I told you to listen to Three Stink Knocks. And he's like, you're on that every week? And I'm like, well, sometimes. No. Oh, not even that. And he's like, does anybody listen to it? I'm like, we Everyone. have a cult. <laughs> like, Way too many people listen to this podcast. Way too many what people is wrong listen with you to us. It's like, it's a bit of a cult following. I'm like, it's oh, like Seinfeld. Yeah. And, the, like, and the biggest, the, the first point. The, the so much as Freemasonry is a cult. <laughs> the first thing you have to do to get into this cult following is you have to say, I do not have a stick up my ass. Yes. And then we let you in. This is the one requirement. Which I guess actually explains a lot about why that guy didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can I can talk trash about him because he's not listening anymore, right? Surely he's not going to go back. No, because that. what he is Bruce, download more been, episodes. We've been the black sheep for a long time. Like, there's so many people because the the stats. It's episode one. There's a lot of people <laughs> who like can't acknowledge in front of people that they listen to the show. <laughs> But you know they do. Did you ever hear that thing? This is this is like late '90s, <clears throat> and it was a it was a it ended up becoming a bit. But there was a, an interviewer for Howard Stern that said like the average Howard Stern fan listens to him for two and a half hours, and the average Howard Stern hater listens to him for three and a half hours a day or something like that. Yep. Yep. There you <laughs> go. It's Ten episodes. For somebody who who said this was the worst podcast ever was that is that quote correct, Nick? I would I would like to put that on our web page or on our Facebook. <laughs> yeah, can we get a- uh, would, would 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 he mind giving us his name so we can attribute the quote correctly? <laughs> worst podcast. He, it, it's he's not like. like a, go ahead, Nick. And, and and he's not like exaggerating when he says ten. Like he's very precise <laughs> in what he says. Nor is he exaggerating when he says worst. <laughs> So I actually believe he listened to it, and I'm looking at him like this, like, why didn't you just stop after, like, <laughs> like, honestly, we kind of nailed in the intros before we're even done with our own names. And he's like, he's like, well, I want to let you know, I was listening to one episode where somebody was talking about George Washington and Lodge. And I'm like, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> like, that's all of them. That's literally all of them. And he's like, I took some notes and... One of the guys, I don't remember who, because you guys don't say who's talking every time. <laughs> I can name a Masonic podcast that does, but that's uh, 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 that's not relevant. 
Go on. I didn't. And he goes, so I took some notes. I don't know if you want to, if you want to know to you. you oh God, I want to see those notes so bad. <laughs> He's like, so you guys could issue a correction. Dear diary, these guys suck. Uh, Bruce used to. <laughs> I'm like, uh, if I don't think you should email me that list because because we're just gonna it's make fun of you in the next the episode. Show. Oh, it's not like. I, I, it's I not like the show is called Great Insights on Manly P. Hall or <laughs> or the spirit of uh, of Pike and Mackie. No, this thing is a. That's, no, no, that's our next show. The spirit of <laughs> Pike and Mackie. The, the the only more appropriate name of this would be Hey, watch me light a fart in the west. That would be the only <laughs> appropriate name for this show. <laughs> that's it. Oh man. So it is, is that like Colin, is it too late to rename the show? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. But like most of us are well into the esoteric side of masonry too. Yeah. So but that's not the point of this show. Well, I know. Like, like who we are in here is not I mean it kinda is who we are. Well, after Lodge it is. After Lodge, but not in Lodge. Correct. In fact, have to be um, it's been have pointed to be out on the show fast. numerous times, uh, once by a purple people eater. Like <laughs> our lodge is the the example for others to follow in terms of ritual and conducting, you know, the affairs of masonry. Yes, in the state, he said, and in the yeah, state. It's, and then there was uh, we went to visit the Prince Hall brothers, and the Grand Master was there, and like. They were all panicked because their ritual wasn't up to snuff because they'd been to see us, and he's like calming them, like, "No, no, 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 no! Don't, don't, don't even worry about it. Like, not nobody is after Lodge, Lodge. They're like a different thing. <laughs> don't, don't even worry about it." Um. So yes, to the dude who I know is going to be listening to the show because I feel like he's listened to all of them now. <laughs> we have a lot of them. Um. We have guys who like. There was one guy who went on for a long time who would always faithfully comment on Reddit after every show post with just a rant and rave about all of the awful things that we did wrong. <laughs> uh, you're speaking of Van Godenam? Yeah, every O-E-D-N-A-A-M. <laughs> we never could figure out, like, dude, if you hate it so bad, why do you do this every week? Every yeah. week. Every week. For and years! Dude. Literally years! Yes. We are kind Your of show like sucks. Yeah, well, you download it and add to our stats. Sucker! <laughs> Thanks for the marketing. Man. <clears throat> no, it's just like, like Napoleon Dynamite profit from the show. So. No, because Napoleon Dynamite made money. Lots of money. <laughs> well, but if you watch Napoleon must- Dynamite once, you're like, well, that was stupid. And if you watch it the second time, you're like, oh, that's funny, but it's still a stupid movie. And once you watch it like 50 times, you're like, man, that movie's hilarious. <laughs> we, uh, are Seinfeld. You're so, okay. not, we are Seinfeld. We're a show about nothing, yet everyone... We're like Law & Order. How dare you, sir? Seinfeld was hilarious. I watched I could, like every... I know, that's what I'm saying. We're like, everyone's watched it, everybody loves it. It goes no. through the generations. No. Who doesn't love Seinfeld? No. no, that one guy who listened to at least 10 episodes didn't love it. By the way, like, dude, if you're listening, please send me that list of your corrections. I would love to make them on the air. I would like to attribute them to you. I'm sure all the uh, 
Speaking that, that, that I said, um, I'm, I'm sure the, the people are seriously grieved from all the incorrect things I said. So I would like to correct those, if you would, please. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you what. If you would like, if you would like, we'll let you come on a show. You can come on an episode. We'll, um, we'll, we'll have some repartee. <laughs> that is a standing invitation. And some pate. Welcome to the podcast, Beavis. On that week, and then you're getting put on hold. But oh, <laughs> well, man. we've tried that before to get people to come onto the show, and the problem is, once they get on the show, it's kind of like they totally black out. You're like, "Hey, how are you?" <laughs> What's your name, George? I mean, come on, dude, help us out here. <laughs> That's the way this guy would be. I mean, just totally. Uh, we make it look easy, Tony. We make it look easy. We make it look easy. It takes a certain kind of Mason to be an after lodge sensation. I just want to hear about all the times I was wrong. That's I love hearing that kind of thing. <laughs> so just, do I. I want to hear about all the times Bruce was wrong too. <laughs> oh wait, I'm just waiting for that guy to come get back to me on whether he wants us. He wants. So some guy reached out. I told you guys, but to tell everybody else, uh, a faithful listener said, "Listen, you know what." You guys are amazing. I'd love. Would you guys be willing to like fly out and to like maybe teach the after lodge thing to my lodge? And I was like, that's like seven tickets. I, but yeah, if y'all, if that's what y'all want to do, we can do it. Well, six because Nick won't show. Nick won't show. <laughs> oh, I'm done. Fifty Teaching the after lodge method is less about lecturing and more, more about shoving doing. food in your mouth. I'm a shining example that the after lodge method works. We'll just take those guys. We'll go to lodge hmm. with them. We'll we'll do our thing. We'll yak, and then we'll drag them back out into the dining hall or to a nearby bar and uh, show them how to have fun. And I feel uh, like it would be. There so, what neck of the weeds was this? Go ahead, Tony. If I recall, it was Chicago. Oh, I, the maybe, maybe. method is almost the same method that's used by most cults to brainwash people. You deprive them of sleep, you keep them up till late into the night, do not let them sleep, they can't contact their family or anybody else, they can't tell anybody else what's going on. It's, it's freaking a cult, if you think about it. Tony, quiet please. <laughs> Let's let's not go there. You at the four in the morning when you can't even find your way back home. Not because you're drunk, because you're so freaking tired, and, <clears throat> and you've talked about stuff that you have no idea what you're talking about. So, so basically, those all sound like you actually every week, and uh, <laughs> and then just do that till four in the morning. Even better if lodge ended at like eight p.m. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we Sometimes just keep them there. Which it's strange how that works, Bruce. Like the nights that everybody's there the latest are the nights that Lodge got finished the earliest. Well, that's because we spend two hours talking about yet again raising dues oh, afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, we're not joking. This that's was last Lodge meeting. That's Our bylaws committee met afterwards. And that was the topic of discussion for an hour and a half. I'm gonna get oh, and then we spent five minutes covering all the other topics that we had to talk about. <laughs> Jesus. <Yep. laughs> minutes, go. Sickness, distress, go. New business, go. Old business, go. <laughs> 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 Tony, 
open, 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 open. Tell him, open. Okay, we're open. <laughs> go, look, I, it was, was kind of like that, but with less energy. Pray, go, done. <laughs> Flag, shut it down. <laughs> Gavel volleys. <laughs> All right, let's go. Everybody's going Everybody. up. <laughs> we just described what what Maj would be like in Scotty from the Blocks ideal world. Gavels are flying. No one was jumping up and down. They're like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Just close the damn book. Madness, but it's organized madness. <laughs> Howler's like, what's going on? Junior Deacon's like, I don't know. We're doing something. <laughs> We're open. We're closed. <laughs> just we'll just abbreviate the Tyler's line to yep. Yep. Well, most lines are yep. You got it. Yep. You got it. Yep. 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 yep, yep. We're open. Right. We're closed. Yep. 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 I want to complain about this. I want to complain about that. I want to complain about this. To you, through you, to that guy. That guy. Fastmaster. Fastmasters. Right. 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 Closed. For the ones that are from our lodge. We do stay there to two or three o'clock in the morning. Do y'all find it strange when you go visit another lodge and they do, you know, it's a 45 minutes, they close, and you're going to the dining room thinking you're going to hang out with some people. And They're you find all out gone. That the lights are off. There's no coffee. There's nobody here. You turn around and like everybody's gone. To me, it feels weird to go to another lodge and just go home when it's done. Yep. Because yep. of what we've done for so long, it's just, it's weird. I'm like, why isn't anybody staying? Yeah, that's true. I've noticed at my fish fry lodge, I used to, before I joined after lodge, I would, you know, have, once that uh, the other lodge closed, I was usually out the door fairly quickly. But I've started kind of hanging around a bit longer, and I've noticed the more I do it, the more people. It tends to be the same couple of people, but it's that, that no, number it's is slowly increasing. And it, it also happens to be the people at that lodge that I... Yeah. actually can tolerate the people that I was actually willing to not demit from that lodge for. There's a so lot of I'm good with that. That can be found outside of lodge that simply cannot be found inside of lodge for one reason or another. Mostly because the peacock won't fit through the door. <laughs> yes. You need to check your peacock at the door. Oh. Yes. That's the title of this episode. Check your peacock at the door. I was thinking about calling it the Tony Hole. But check your peacock before you put it in the Tony hole. <laughs> nope. The Tony hole the, the physics are all wrong. Yeah, you, you had that backwards. The, I would like to point out that I just left for five minutes and I have no idea what's going on. Don't ask me about any Tony holes or peacocks. So what do you think? So glad. But Hold isn't on, that everybody, the every, ev, ev, everybody, John, what is your opinion on what we just talked about? I, I think it sounds like a Tony Hole is a poor place for a peacock. However, um, you did not say that correctly. You're supposed to apparently say it has a very massive draw. Apparently, it's been pulling everybody in all weekend. Yes, everyone. Every. There were there were people we didn't even know in the Tony Hole. <laughs> we found people from the bottom of the lake, dead people. <laughs> but we did not find sunglasses. Alas, no, your sunglasses, sunglasses. are forever gone. There's some fish. Man, I lost a pair of Oakleys in the bottom of that lake, Nick. I know Nick will feel me on this one. Damn, dude. Really? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, dude, that's I, I, dove all the, I dove down all the way to the bottom looking for them, but I could not find them anywhere. 
Tony Please, dove. It's only like 40 feet deep foot. there. It's not like <laughs> that big of a deal. Hey, Harlan, instead of texting, can you be with us? No. I'm texting. What is this texting? I'm shuffling cards. I'm paying perfect attention. So that's even weirder. What the fuck? It's part Are of you my new Shuffling cards? Yeah. And yeah. Wouldn't understand. You know, it could be worse. It's a thing people <laughs> just sit around doing while they're. Yeah, it's. Well, I mean, so I used to do the fidget spinner thing, but then it got too mainstream, so I went back to old school, like playing cards. Oh, I have a good story for us. Well, tell it. I will, I will preface this by saying this story is awesome, but it's riddled with questions. A guy comes to visit us at our York, right? He's like, hey, I've been a member here for. Th- 30 years. We're like, I've been here for three years. Never seen you before. He's like, well, I've been traveling. My father passed away. We've been dealing with a lot of stuff. So that's fantastic. I mean, I'm so sorry. No, no, I was like, that's, I'm so sorry to hear that, but welcome back. He goes, well, well, what had happened was, what had happened was, supposedly, (laughs) his, he comes from, he's a 10th generation Mason. Which kind of would put him past the point of when we believe Grand Lodge started. Eh, in the history, kind of back then, is all like, quote, lost to antiquity. His generations are. Yeah, we do. It could be out, out where I'm from, where like 10 generations is uh, <laughs> 20 years. Five minutes. Years. 180 years. <laughs> like 300 years, maybe. 200. It's like seven sisters. That's it. Anyway, <laughs> so he's so he says he's a tenth generation Mason. We're like, that's awesome. Turns out, supposedly, um, his father fought in a war, was captured by North Korea. They tortured him, threw him on the side of the road. A vill- somebody in the village found him, brought him back to the village, took care of him till he was safe. At that point. The military came and like rescued all of them and stuff. He came back to the states, um, and like all these really interesting things. And then he's like, "Well, a master." Um, and then he goes, "Well, then we like blah blah." I grew up. I became a mason in Boston, and like now the whole room of like three people are like staring at me. And I was like, "What lodge in Boston?" And he's like, "Boston number two. Now, if anybody has been to Boston, they know that Boston doesn't use lodge numbers. Not even clandestine lodges in Boston use lodge numbers. So we have no idea. But we checked him. He's through and through. So we're trying to figure out more. And then he's like, oh, President Trump's going to name a street after my father in a few months. That's pretty cool. And then we figured out that the president doesn't name streets. Local city people do. Yeah. So we don't know, but it might be awesome. But or he might be stone cold fuck nuts. <laughs> Maybe it's going to be in DC. No, still wouldn't be named by the president. Uh-huh. Still wouldn't be named by the president. I, I feel like if the president wanted to name a street, he could name a friggin' street. No, nah, he actually doesn't have that kind of authority. Yep. Whoa, John, have you seen our current climate? He thinks we don't, he can do anything. We don't delegate that much authority to the president. <laughs> now you're talking about the post office. <laughs> 
we we ain't going there. But can you imagine if if the tenth generation thing was legit? He would have a Lewis jewel that's like the equivalent of the longest dick in the lodge. Some lodges are bigger than others. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to that, so I'm I'm just gonna. I just I the only thing I can say is I I call shenanigans. Yeah. I don't know. I. I'm a cynic, though, so take that for what it's worth. Yeah, likewise. But we're trying to... I mean, we're interested. We're like, hey, man, that's cool. That's cool. Um, but I wanted to get your guys' opinion on something. So my wife and I are buying a house. It's literally the most painful process that we've ever gone through in our lives. Uh, oh, just wait. It hasn't even started yet. <laughs> a week before we're supposed to close, the H there was a problem with the HOA and the budget... And we just, it's just the hardest. Why is it so hard? I don't know. I, first uh, off, you picked don't the house with an HOA. HOA. Yep, there you go. Yeah, that was the well, first big mistake. All of South Florida has HOAs. Also, you live in Florida. Yeah. I feel like that's part of living in Florida, though. Yeah. We were Which like, is why sensible people don't live in Florida. Right. <laughs> Senile old people. We would <laughs> go see places. And offer them full Humans. price. Like, yes, this is what you want. Fine, we'll pay it. And they would be like, sorry, people are bidding higher. And I'm like, but it's asking price. Like, it's like that's the price you ask. Welcome like, to a goes, seller's market. It's yeah. a seller's market right now. That was what uh, we were dealing with when we were looking. Is if if uh, we never we never even had a chance to make any offers on houses we liked because by the time we had actually had a chance to discuss it and say, yeah, we want to make an offer on this house. The house was sold. There were a couple where my wife looked at, there was one my wife looked at it during the day while I was at work, made a meet, made an appointment for me to meet with the realtor as soon as I got off work to look at it. And by the time I got off work, they'd, somebody else had made an offer and accepted it. My wife was the first person to look at that house, period. <laughs> and somebody Dude. had already made an offer and they had accepted it by the time I even got off work. I just, I just couldn't deal with it, man. It was just, it's just so stressful. Yes, I've. Done oh yeah. It. Uh, I did it ten years ago, and there's a reason I've never done it since. Yeah, but I think we finally. Uh, it's just. Uh, anyway. Yeah, we backed out of looking after my accident. We just. Yeah. Figure we're we're okay where we are. We don't need to. Scramble to do you know it what? Y'all are looking at it the wrong way. It's a good thing it's so complicated because for most people, it's a 30-year commitment. It shouldn't be easy. Why not? My student loans took like three seconds. <laughs> no shit, right? <laughs> they let 18-year-olds say, hey, you want to go in debt for the rest of your life? How much money you want? loans follow you wherever you go. <laughs> How much money you want? Home 200 grand? Permanent. All right, sign here. Yeah, here. Unlike student loans... Your mortgage will have a value to it. <laughs> yeah. Also, that if you decide you change your mind later, you can get some fraction at least back. Sometimes, if you're lucky, more than you paid. Yeah. So, does that really happen? So, my What's question is, me, man, I, my house is appreciated substantially in ten years. Oh, I, I thought you meant student loans. Oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I loans. What fucking dimension did you just fall out of? I I don't know. France. I spent the summer in France. Somewhere with universal education, I guess. Yes. Nonsense. 
<laughs> was it Germans? Although, so we, we planned for like the European model of like universal post-secondary education and whatnot, but it's because we don't, like the Bernie Sanders people, don't, they don't understand how that works. Like oh, in those countries, there. yeah, college is free, but only for the people who got admitted. And it's not like here where everybody can go study underwater basket weaving. Right. You have to be able to beat everyone else who was yeah, trying to get into college. Here, like, th- that feeds itself. Being admitted is is on the merit of just being able to pay for it. Correct. Well, no, that depends on where you go. Like, I... I mean, I'm not counting, you know, Harvard. I'm not counting... Well, no, I just went to the, the engineering school in our state, and you don't just get in by applying and paying for it. Eh. Well, that's how I got into my state school. Yeah, my yeah. state school just kind of gives it to you. Anyway, my question <laughs> is... In more so, ways than one. Hey, oh. <laughs> so my wife is pregnant, right, obviously, so... Yes, we're so so happy for you. Cool stuff. You can actually hire cleaners and movers and a whole bunch of other stuff. People on Amazon. But really, yeah, and they're actually pretty cheap. And it comes about like the Amazon warranty. You can hire a midwife on Amazon too, Nick. That's weird. So (laughs) I need moving. How is that any weirder than a cleaner? There's escorts there now. How would you know? It's Amazon. They advertise. Put them there. <laughs> no, your wife was telling me about that. Brother's gonna make a dollar. <laughs> so my question I'd be is, there, but Amazon doesn't take cheeseburgers. <laughs> but they so, do take Bitcoin. Sorry, Nick. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Nick. Before you have a canary, <laughs> please go. So I have two options. Either I could ask my non-mason friends to help me move but a majority of them are moving in the next three months as well which means if i ask them to help me you have to reciprocate i have to then help them or i could ask all the brothers to help me but then that's even a larger percentage of people who i would have to owe so i think i just want to hire movers who aren't (laughs) brothers God, that is the most, that is the worst kind of logic I've ever heard in my life. No, it's sound logic. You're just kind of a dick. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say it. I mean, bravo. I, I, I fully support your decision. But yeah, no, that's. Because then, like, three of my friends are moving and I ask them to help me. Dude, that's three more weekends I have to help them move. And they have more stuff than I do. I've thought about this through. They have a You're not more... wrong. You're just an asshole. <laughs> I don't see the the owners just want my money. The movers just want my money. Like if I pay them, they'll leave, and then like everyone's happy. Just like those Amazon escorts. They also might break your stuff, though. Yeah, brothers probably they... won't do that. Eh, would they though? Eh, but brothers aren't <laughs> licensed, bonded, and insured. <laughs> they are in my jurisdiction. Yeah, but you can't prove they broke it. I've I've heard a lot of horror stories about moving companies. I've, See, I've we really never... don't have that much stuff. Like we have some stuff, but nothing like oh, you broke it. It's like mm, all right. Well. Like I'm going to move my expensive computer. Like that's that's my own thing. Um, but after that, it's like pfft, books and stuff. But I, I just don't want to owe anybody because then it's like 
Hey, we're we're moving. You are already indebted to the craft. Quit being a bitch. <laughs> and on that note, get a few bottles of beer. Call the Shriners. Well, I want it to actually get done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that was good. And no, how much can bad, you actually fit in a clown car? <laughs> a lot, apparently. Yeah. Have you like, seen some of those guys? That fit say, have you seen the size of some of the guys that fit in the clown cars? We can put a lot of shit in the clown They're... cars. Dick, I think we're like four for four tonight, brother. Yeah. Apparently, we are on the same wavelength. Mm. <laughs> Even though you said Nick, but you definitely met John. Yes. No, he meant the other Nick. We no. usually do. I was thinking of the other Nick. I may have said Nick. You were thinking of the other Nick, but said my name, but you were really meaning to talk to who? Well, if he, were here, if he were here, we talk. Har- Harlan, your life in the sack must be hell sometimes. <laughs> so, well, no, because what I What's do is I just make sure that the ladies I step God, I hope he never calls her Nick. My wife. You called your wife Nick? <laughs> yeah, probably based off of Nick Johnson. But yes, so, it was awesome. Right. Thinking of Nick Johnson. <laughs> was awesome. Right. haven't figured out by now. I think of Nick Johnson frequently. <laughs> Can you stop playing with whatever you're playing about when we're talking about a penis conversation? There's Me? a deck of cards, Nick. Oh, not the way he's playing with it. Well, I was thinking of Nick Johnson. <laughs> we're done recording. I'm going to go take a shower. Hold on, I need to shuffle real quick. (laughs) Were you thinking of his Johnson? No, just Nick Johnson. I don't know why you guys don't have this problem. I mean, haven't you been on the show when he's been here? The one time he was on? You do do realize... One time? Almost as many times as you have. Ass. None of you see him nearly as often as I do, so shush. I am so (laughs) jealous. All the more reason I have to come see you, John. <laughs> to see Nick Johnson? Yeah, we're, we're, we're all you got jealous, John. Like that was supposed to be an insult, but that did not work that way. No. And I, in fact, I get to see him on Saturday when I get uh, inducted at AMD. Damn! All oh, are you getting inducted to AMD on Saturday? Congrats! Yep. You're gonna yeah. laugh. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna love it though. But you're gonna laugh. Don't don't laugh. It makes it really awkward. Someone's gonna uh, laugh. I'll try not to, but I know most of the guys in there. So if I laugh at them, they Wait, probably is this another it. one of those invite bodies? Yeah, it's one of the York yeah. Grand invite bodies. The Allied Masonic degrees. That's yeah. one. Oh, it's I like ours because we actually present like Masonic papers each meeting and t- discuss them and. Well, and the Allied Masonic degrees keep alive degrees that didn't make it into the standard progression. So okay, it's, that's it's that's, a storing house. Kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Oh, is the the AMD? Is it? Isn't it kind of like an offshoot of York Rite? Yeah, it's an invita- invitational only body of the York Rite, specifically of uh, chapter. Okay. Can you just like start your own invitational body in the York Rite? Why not? That's how half of the probably the York Rite because <laughs> that might be worth doing. Like we could start the the F Lodge York half Rite. The bo- half the invitational start bodies in the York Rite Asian. are probably younger than Tony. Yep. So how do you start a new one? Do you have to get like grand commandery approval or whatever? No, I think you just roll some dice. Yeah. And you're like, it's it's called the National York College 
consistory. Sovereign slingshots of America. So what we're going to do then is I'm going to have to suck it up and join the orc right, and then we're going to start an invitational body about this podcast, but not call it anything that would lead people to believe that. Mm. And uh, then we're going to get all of our fans who are in the orc right to join, and uh, then we'll take over the world. I will name it the Mystic Order of the Codpiece. <laughs> Can I join? What are dues? I was thinking the Peacocks. Of course you were. <laughs> it sounds better than the Tony Holes. Because you always think with your peacock, Harlan. Well, the Tony Hole is the password. <laughs> the peacocks. <laughs> so here's a list of some uh, people. Here's a list of orders that I know people who belong to. Uh, the Order of Holy Wisdom. The Order of Holy Royal Arch Knight, Knight Templar, Templar Pri- Priest. Priest. Yep. Also known as H R A K T P. Or the Holy Rollers. Or the Holy Rollers. <laughs> uh, St. Thomas of Acorn. Uh, Acon. Acon. Oh, Acon. Dude, just, just, list off, Acorn. <laughs> just list off Nick Johnson's degrees or his, right. his oh, bodies. That's, that, that pretty much covers all of them. Just read his titles. So y'all, uh, y'all don't have enough people in the York right to sustain the, the primary bodies. How do you have all of these other ones? Pishbosh. What I'll do we need a, to sustain them for? Yeah, I'll you're right. A great example. This guy in my uh, in York in our York, right? He smells like he's been smoking cigarettes for 50 years because he has. He was a coroner all of his life and dealt with dead bodies. And he's a past literally everything on the planet, just everything. And he was like, I was like, oh, so what's he had like a new jewel on? I'm like, oh, what's this jewel? And he's like, well, I'm now past whatever of the holy royal large knight assembly release etc and i was like oh where do they meet and he's like we meet 600 miles away we only meet once a year we open do business have elections have an installation close and then we don't meet for an entire year that's about right yeah yeah well like our royal order scotland meets twice a year same price. You're in Holy Royal. You're in Royal Order of Scotland. Damn. I am not in it yet. I've been approached, but it's expensive to join, so I have not signed in for that. Because, well, how expensive can it be, dude? I work for the VA. <laughs> how much money do you think I make? I mean, I spend like nine hundred and fifty dollars a year in dues, but maybe, Jesus yeah. Christ, not dude, even close. Me. I don't really? even come close to that. Yeah. You also have like drones and fun shit, which will soon come to a screeching halt. John has got you have a little screaming pink bag of goo. Yeah. <laughs> We're so happy for you, Nick. <laughs> but, like, t- Join the Cedars. club. Join the club. John, you're not a member of uh, Tall Cedars or anything. Uh, as far as I know, there's only one member. A No, I think there's three Tall Cedars in my state. Three like three guys that are tall cedars. Uh, we don't ha- we don't have any tall cedars out here. We don't yeah. have any forests or whatever they're called. Forests. Yeah. Because I was looking to see if there were any around here uh, a few yeah. months ago, just out of curiosity. And the one guy. Their hats are funny sure. looking. Yeah, the little tricorner hats. Like the the one guy I know that for a fact is a tall cedar Lebanon. He belongs to Pennsylvania, but he mm. lives here. Oh, okay. Yeah, Pennsylvania I, or Pennsylvania. 
like capital P, like okay. proper, not our Pennsylvania, their Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. And then one guy was like, he has a this gigantic, really gaudy looking jester's uh, necklace that he wears oh, all the, the time. The Billiken? Yeah. And he always wears it like above his like shirt. And he's like, he's like, hey, are you, have you ever thought about joining the, sh- the Jesters? I'm like, I'm not a Shriner, and I'm not joining the Jesters. <laughs> Why not? Like, What's wrong with the Jesters? I don't need any prostitutes. That's Hold on I'm one saying. sec. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're surviving again. Oh, I just, well, I just. Well, don't... the funny part is, Jesters aren't supposed to tell other people that they're in the Jesters. It's right. supposed to be right. like really down low, not like, hey, let's wear our Billiken jewelry to lodge. Yeah. No, big too, big like gold and has the diamonds. And I was like, oh, I know for a fact, I know two, I probably know five, but for sure, two jesters. And de- no, add one, John, add one. All right, you're a jester. No, Bruce, <laughs> yes, Bruce you are not a jester. Of course not. That would just be ridiculous. That would and be if absurd. He was, How that's on earth exactly would what I would be say. accepted into such a thing in such a young age? <laughs> that would be silly. That's exactly the thing he would say if he was a jester. <laughs> he pays his you son of a bitch. I can't imagine Bruce in the shrine. I can't imagine. Nick, you literally don't know me at all. <laughs> I don't know you. I don't know you, literally. Bruce. I don't know you. If no. There any of us who were a fit for the shrine. Well, it would be John. And then Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, I am. It's so. a strong word. <laughs> Man. Uh, I, just, I don't know. He's, he's kind of right. I can't see you in a fez. I'm I trying. can't see, you, I can't see you laughing or smiling. Bruce? Really? Yeah, laugh a lot. Fuck both of you. What like what? Hold on. Hold on. Let's all take a look at Google Hangouts right now. There's a video of me, video of John, video of Jay, video of Harlan, and Bruce. What what picture are you? Captain Spaulding. <laughs> Thank you. Most people did not get that. I don't know who that How is. Not right. I don't I know because they haven't seen the movies. What movie? Yes, exactly. Uh, what what specifically are you asking, Nick? Are you asking why I don't have a camera? Well, yeah. first of all, you need to have a better look, like something along the lines of you know, happy that that kind of grin for a Captain Spaulding. There is that. Uh, I'm a couple pictures with me making that face exist. I can upload those if you would prefer. I just I like See, this one. I, it encompasses the oeuvre. I never realized that's who it was supposed to. It didn't really dawn on me that that's who it was supposed to be. But when I I could see you see? doing the face, that's what I'm saying. And... like I I thought it was okay. So like my girlfriend did, mo- did all of the makeup and and the hair and everything, and I thought it was a phenomenal job. And people weren't getting it, and I was shocked. I've also only seen the first movie and once. What movie so, is it? House of a Thousand. That, the the one. The, 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 the Captain Spaulding was on. Rejects, yeah. yeah Devil's Rejects. Rejects. Devil's Rejects Which, was the sequel. Yeah, okay. it was. And I've never seen either yeah. one of them, but I still know who the hell Captain Spaulding is. <laughs> he was also bald, but I wasn't willing well, to Well, yeah. Or... 
Bald cap, man. Bald cap. Yeah, it, balls, it, man. I, balls. I had too much. <laughs> it was it was a one night party at Tony's house. This picture We're is in it. Tony's garage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have an interesting story. Sent in from one of our listeners. Hello, okay. listener. Apparently, in his lodge, a fellow craft went and they had dinner and then they went to the lodge and he was sitting in the lodge and when he got into the lodge and everybody was kind of just, you know, getting in there and sitting down and putting their aprons on, they were like, are you going to remove your baseball cap? And he's like, nope. So then the worship master gets up there and he's, you know, doing his thing. He's about to get started and he goes, uh, are you going to remove your baseball cap? Because it's lodge. And he goes, do I have to? And you're like, no, you can leave. That's... <laughs> There's your options. <laughs> and I'm like, I have so many questions. Lodge is usually at night. I don't believe it's a day lodge. So why are you wearing a baseball cap at night? Why are you wearing it with a suit? Why are you wearing it at lodge? Why are you wearing it inside? Why do you think that's a good idea? Why are you why questioning you assume taking he had it a off? suit? Was he indeed in a suit for sure? I would say probably yes, based on the location of where his lodge is. Did he oh. look like Josh? Nah. Josh? <laughs> uh, no. Eh, kind of. I just found out after our last meeting that apparently a few years back a fellow oh, craft managed to uh, watch a um, EA or not a a master mason degree. Somebody stood up and vouched. Oh yeah, I've sat in lodge with them. Didn't bother. And it, it didn't dawn on anybody until the closing when they realized he doesn't know any of the signs. Wow. Oh, we've oh. had that. Yeah. Have you guys, serious question, have you guys been into a lodge where they had to purge it? Yes. Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah. That only happened that. once. Where you had to purge now, everybody? What do, you mean, what do you mean by purge it? Like they, the, the, what exactly are you, are you referring to there? They were about the to process start of just going. Okay. Yeah, they were about to start lodge, and senior warden's like, "I don't know who that dude is." And there was a lot of us there that night because they were they were raising ten guys, Go ten for. guys in one night. Okay, that's a bad idea. Like just to begin with, and yes. they were like, yes, "We don't know who that guy is." And I was like, "Dude, there's like so many people here. Like, whatever. He just came and sat down. Like, who cares?" And so somebody goes, "Hi, you know, do you have your dues card?" And he's like, "No, I don't have my dues card." You're like, "Well, are you a mason?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm a mason of this lodge." Oh, okay. It's it's fine, guys. He said he was a mason. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, <laughs> sit down. Corey, we got this figured out. I mean, you know, and one yes, of our presidents you just said that correctly. I tried him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say that, you know. That's what Putin said too. But anyway, yeah, yes, uh, I, I have I have seen that happen where they've gone through. They, uh, they the guy had his deuce card, but they they were satisfied when he provided the the word and grip. But yeah. they went ahead and just went through and collected it from everybody to be absolutely certain. Yeah. So I mean, this is the first time I think all of us have seen it. Even the worship master's like, oh, what, what, what. <laughs> like everyone's trying to look through the book to see like how do we do this <laughs> what page yeah. what's even better is you've got that one old past master that hates he's always in a hurry 
And so he'll just vouch for people he's never seen before in his life. That's appar- that's apparently how that fellow craft got to wow. see. It's yeah, you don't know. Uh, it it wasn't like- a past master, but he was he was one of those. He he just vouched because he could. And this yeah. guy's like, I've I've seen him before. I vouch for him. I ain't good enough for you. And then eventually, so you just had to get into the habit of if ever, that guy's ever there, you're just you're just trying everybody. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, we're never listening to his vouch again. Yeah. No, that's when you immediately give that guy the Tyler's oath and be like, all right, let's see what you got. <laughs> nope, sorry, out. <laughs> yeah, but I've also been, I've visited lodges and they've they've tested me and I'd be like, I'd be like, okay, I've been through, I've seen every single degree in the Scottish, right? York, right? AMD, Blue Lodge, like four different jurisdictions, different countries. I, I've seen some things. Tell me again the question you're asking. <laughs> And they're like, what is blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what degree? And they're like, are you a Mason? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which? I don't and understand then- your question. <laughs> Do you have your dues card down? <laughs> I don't know the answer to that one. I never went over that with my lecturer. I've um, only I've been investigated go once. With- no. Um. I had actually sat in lodge with a couple of the guys that were in the room, but they didn't show up until after I was investigated. <laughs> uh, but I, I really, I really threw them off when they asked for my deuce card. And I was like, you know, I pulled it out and said, yeah, here, uh, now can I see yours? And uh-huh. they, all three of them, they're like, wait, what? Huh? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> like, that's right. How do I know? How, how do I know you're not clandestine? My buddy you does that. Oath. That 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 made uh, the rest of the investigation very easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my buddy does that. My buddy's like, "Can I see your charter?" And they're like, "Uh, what?" He's like, "No, I want to. You even wanted to make sure of him. I want to see your charter." And he's like, "I don't know where it is. Is that the thing on the wall?" No. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> he's like, "Wow." Uh, if you don't know where your lodge's charter is, you got problems. We it's got a little problem. problematic. <laughs> Harlan's like, we have problems. That ain't one of them, but we got problems. I mean, yeah, (laughs) we we got problems. 99 problems, but a charter ain't one. (laughs) That's great. Uh, There we go. There we go. (laughs) Most of them start with worshipful or some equivalent. Yeah, so I didn't want to see this meeting, this raising of 10 guys. So why did you go? Morning one year. That's a good time. Because we raised, they did a courtesy of one guy because our lodge has so many people petitioning it. And like one guy is like, (coughs) he's a theater major. So he, he knows the whole catechism after like an hour of reading it. So he's like going faster than everybody else. And we're like, Oh, you, how does he read the catechism to study? What kind of clandy jurisdiction are you in? You guys don't, where do you guys get your Q and A from? The catechism is not mouth Duncan's mouth ear. Catechism means mouth to ear. Yet we have a printed version of it that you can order from the Grand Lodge. Jeff, no Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Our lodge does not accept <laughs> of that thing, and in our lodge, it is a catechism that everyone learns from mouth to ear. All I am like less than proud to. Yes, all three degrees. <laughs> not that hard. That's why it takes our candidates uh, so long. But it's also why our ritual is top notch because we can put guys to work like the night they're raised. Uh, I'm not proud to admit it, but uh, I, I 
the uh, what I was given was apparently a printout of a PDF copy of Lusters. That's what I learned from. That's yeah, what my lecturer gave me. But so it wasn't an effort launch. Acknowledge the legitimacy or illegitimacy of any of these publicly available texts. Uh, and I got to remember to. <clears throat> well, in some jurisdictions, you don't have to do all 50 QA. I'm reminded that every time some grumpy past masters call me a stepchild of masonry. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so one of our guys was there and I was like, can you please? So they did the first section and then they had dinner and then they had the second section. And I was like, can you please make our guy the first? <laughs> I got to do You aren't going to stick I it around know. to see all of them, Nick? Dude, they got done at like midnight. Midnight. That's on not a weekday. Like that's, like, that's usual midnight. lodge night get home time for me. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's one candidate yeah. for us. Yeah. Well, first of all, y'all need help. Second of all, <laughs> midnight is fun if you're having fun. Midnight is fine. But if it's like you worked all day, sat in rush hour, got to lodge, had to go through the first degree, then you had dinner, and you're like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Yeah, good? Huh? Hey, nice to see you. Hi, nice to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. All right, everybody back inside. You go back inside. Now everyone has to pee because everyone's just ate and drank everything right in the middle of this midsection. And then, oh, it's just so uh, I'm sorry, sense. Nick. We actually love our brothers and, and enjoy being with them even on long yeah, nights. Nick, all, all that stuff you just described, I, I go through that literally every single lodge meeting. Same. So we, uh, oh, yeah, you do work Saturdays. I, I've seen Florida's Master Mason degree, uh, gentlemen. It is, it is substantially shorter than ours, and that's why they were done at midnight with 10 people. If we did 10 people, we would have to start at like 2 p.m. to be done at midnight. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw seven people one year on Thanksgiving morning, and we opened lodge at 6 a.m. after breakfast, and we all left at like 1230. Who the hell thought it was a good idea to do it on Thanksgiving morning? Uh, we do The it lodge that does it. That's not a bad idea, actually. Every Sorry. year we have a Thanksgiving morning thing at a nearby lodge. There's like a big breakfast at like 5, 5.30. They've been doing it for what, like 20 some odd years now, I think somebody like mentioned? 40 something years, I thought. Oh, is it that long? It's been a long time. Um, no way. Every Thanksgiving morning, the whole grand line is there, like all the Oompa Loompas. And the, it's a big deal. It's one of the <laughs> big things. Damn. And usually there's a... There's more than one candidate, so we're usually there for a little while. I think just about every holiday besides like Easter and Christmas, there's there's a um, Easter has there's a Good Friday one around here. That yes, that was actually where I was raised. And there's a uh, um, there's a few. Um, I mean, our lodge is going to start doing the the Rosh Hashanah degree, and uh, we'll we'll get there. All right, so uh, apparently we have show fans. Oh, crap, really? <laughs> ah, sorry. Um, so a less than subtle member of the show here has informed me that we've been going for a very long time. So uh, it's a good this, episode. We're going to have to close this up here. Uh, anybody got any questions? Well, at least finish your thought that you were getting at. I done lost it. I was so rudely interrupted by a couple of yahoos. I just got a quick uh, amusing antidote. 
uh, I had installation for uh, chapter and council last night, and all of the council officers are also chapter officers, with the exception yeah. of two, were all actually in the same spot in the line as well. And uh, so the same guy did the installation for both, and he, he puts us all in the chairs and then does a joint charge for chapter. When we get to council, he gets us all in the chairs. He looks around and goes, so uh, is there anybody that wasn't in here for the charge during the chapter? No? Ditto. Buster's <laughs> master, the, the council is now yours. <laughs> it concludes the installation and then has a seat. Wow. At, uh, that was just that was rather funny, and then they went on to commander, and half the guys got installed again. This time, <laughs> only half of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Scottish right, Scottish right. All right, so <laughs> the... <laughs> John's my spirit Ouch. animal. <laughs> All right, we are. We're gonna put a put a lid on episode 203 of the After Lodge podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. You can find us on Facebook at After Lodge. Just find us at After Lodge at gmail.com. Hang out with us on IRC at irc.snewnet.org and Freemasonry. And of course the best place to find us is on the Freemasonry and After Lodge subreddits and now on the back of a giant peacock in a lake near you. Until next week, brothers. That was so terrible. Stop joking that trick. Back off them hogs. Uh, ten, four, about five miles or so. Ten, Roger. Them hogs is getting intense up here. By the time we got into Tulsa Town, we had 85 trucks in all. But there's a roadblock up on the cloverleaf, and them bears is wall to wall. Yeah, them smokies as thick as bugs on a bumper. They even had a bear in the air. I says, calling all trucks, this here is the duck. We about to go a hunting bear. Sorry, Big Ben, you're still too close. Yeah, them hogs are starting to close up my sinuses. Mercy sakes, you better back off another 10. Well, we rolled up Interstate 44 like a rocket sled on rails. We tore up all of our swindle sheets and left them setting on the scales. By the time we hit that shy town, them bears was getting smart. They'd brought up some reinforcements from the Illinois National Guard. There's armored cars and tanks and jeeps and rigs of every size. Yeah, them chicken coops was full of bears and choppers filled the skies. Well, we shot the line, we went for broke with a thousand screaming trucks and eleven long-haired friends of Jesus in a chartreuse microbus. Hey, rubber duck just sawed buster. Come on there, you have ten four sawed buster. Listen, you want to put that microbus in behind that suicide jockey? Yeah, he's hauling dynamite and he needs all the help he can get.
Well, we laid a strip for the Jersey Shore and prepared to cross the line. I could see the bridge was lined with bears, but it didn't have a doggone dime. I says, Pigpen, this here's a rubber duck. We just ain't gonna pay no toll. So we crashed the gate doing 98. I says, let them truckers roll 10 4. Back on out here, so keep the bugs off your glass and the bears off your tail. We'll catch you on the flip-flop.